Hello, and welcome to episode 129 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about Rocket Man. How's everyone doing? Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Good, it's good to be you. back. Good to be back after uh, not too long from our last episode. Yeah, oh. I'm liking this new schedule. Yes, very much so. We've, we said that um, we need to get back into a more of a regular routine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We're yeah. doing well. I think we are as well. We might not be uh, doing it weekly anymore, but uh, at least mm. we're doing it a bit more um, often. Well, yes. Yeah. It yes. was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? It wasn't too long ago. No, I don't think so, no. Not really. So yeah, we've got this one. We are hoping to do X-Men, which comes out next week as well. We'll try our best, but... Yeah, I mean, that is dependent on you a bit, Richie, obviously, because you're making the, the move to that there Yorkshire. That is true, mm. that is true. I I'm, not sure you, I'm not sure we actually got internet over there, so you might struggle. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, Richie, are you going to please explain it, elaborate? Elaborate? Have I not uh, really talked to you much about this, Joe? Yeah, but, no, but, but, but they mentioned last week. But, um, yeah. Oh, see, because yeah. I joined you did, I yeah. at the end, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I'm glad you listened to the show, though, Joe. I know, um, yeah. I listen to it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, okay, well, I will go. Uh, don't worry, you don't have to take up air time then. Uh, all right, well, yeah, I'm moving this weekend anyway to Leeds, so. Right. Um, and then uh, starting my new job on Monday, so good stuff. Well, hey. But yeah, uh, I imagine I imagine I should be able to get pretty sell- settled and, and ready to record fairly soon, so. Mm. I'll see, see what I can. Oh. I mean, I guess it depends on how quickly I can get Wi Fi, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Have you got a flat sorted, yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. Um, what's everyone else been up to? Anything of note to talk about? Last Not particularly. Couple no. Of weeks. <laughs> no. no well, I got right. myself a back brace. You, you what? You what? Well, actually, I, I I suffer from a bad back. I'm a slouncher. Oh Jesus! So I didn't think you could actually I... get any older. <laughs> so I. Saw online the other day you could get a brace for your back, which you wear um, on your back. Very, very <laughs> yeah, on your back, and it tries to pull your back into line. It tries to sort of. It's my posture. It's you, my posture's rubbish, so it's to sort of sort my posture out a bit. All right. How long have you yeah. been having this issue? Well, so my back for ages, but I think it's down to the, the driving and. And then at night, I just slouch on the settee. Mm. Do not sit up right at all. So it's over time, it's just got worse and worse and worse. So mm. it's, yeah, it's to sort it out a little bit. I mean, 20 quid off Amazon, and it, it's, it's doing all right. I've had it for about three days now. Small price to pay for mm-hmm. salvation. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. I think I need one of those jokes. I think I've got similar problems to you. Have you? Yeah, yeah they're good. But, yeah. I mean, for Terrible 20 quid, they're all, they're all right. And I, they say don't wear it all day, every day. So I wear about four, day, four hours a day. At work, and it's it's nothing too intrusive to be honest. Um, it, I mean, it looks weird if you have it on without, <laughs> I don't know, a jacket on top or something. But because um, you just put it over your shirt, and uh, and yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I could just I could just picture picture you uh, waddling around your office trying to make a coffee, but you got this thing. <laughs> oh, what's that? That's my. All right, shut up. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. It's Alexa. Alexa, stop. Why have, why have you got a woman in your room? <laughs> oh, it's the back brace. Can... 
flipping Alaska. Well, no, I, don't, I won't even say a name. I don't know how she turned on, though. Nobody said a name, did they, then? No. Well, we're looking forward to uh, interruptions from her throughout the show, then. I know. Well, see, I'm home alone. My parents are away for 10 days. Oh, so, so they've set up Alexa to uh, babysit you. Know? <laughs> yeah. No, well, I normally go in the office, so I'm away from everything, but I don't have to because I'm on my own, so... I thought, oh, sit in the kitchen. Um, sure. But yeah, right. so if she does interrupt, then, yeah, it's a four-man podcast. Yeah, everyone <laughs> everyone, just uh, stay tuned for more of that. <laughs> hey, you know what? We might not need Jack soon. Yeah, just use, just use Amazon. Just use Amazon. In fact, we may all not need to be here soon, because it may just be yeah. a podcast with robots. Yeah, you can take our jobs. Very deep. Very, very deep. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm glad you're getting help with your back there, Joe. Um, no, yeah, it's good. Have we got uh, anything else anyone wants to bring up? Oh, well, I'll just bring something quickly up that I was going to bring up I forgot about. Has anyone seen the news? I, I think you have, actually, because I think we talked about it before, but uh, the news of uh, new Gavin and Stacey. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Mm. Amazing news. Amazing yeah. news. Coming Christmas Day. Yeah. Something yeah. that um, I didn't expect, to be honest. No, I didn't. No, I thought they were done for good. Came out of nowhere, really. Even funnier, because Ruth Jones was on BBC Radio uh, the day before saying, oh, no, not happening, it's not happening. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She was on... Why? Uh, Matt, Matt Luca, I don't know. Mm. Probably because she did it was happening, probably get more clicks or something, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, just sort of denied it, saying, oh, you know, J- James lives in LA and all this. Sure. Know. Just seems like a, mm. I don't know. What was she on for then? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. I only just saw a clip on, on Twitter, really. I wasn't listening or anything, so. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm delighted, to be honest. Um, yeah. Really weird, because I've just sort of watched the first two series again for the first mm. time in years. Really? Um, yeah, just just coincidentally, just started rewatching it, and then wanted to do, watch the, the third one, and the bastards of Netflix haven't actually got it on there. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Which is putting the prices up, aren't they, Netflix? As well, and, have you seen and that? The, and they're putting the prices up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we wear masks and strap jumpers. They're robbing us. What are they putting up to? I think it's uh, seven ninety nine a month, I think. Seven ninety nine a month and eleven ninety nine a month, yeah. Disgusting. Right. <laughs> so I think it's like a twelve percent increase from the last one. So it's just gonna keep getting higher and higher, isn't it, I think. So you've got uh, high yeah. hopes for this then, Woody? I have, actually, because, I mean, it's just so strange. I've, I just have rewatched this again. And I actually forget how, how funny it was. You look, you look back now, a lot of it is is actually outdated. I mean, you've got people, well, first of all, smoking in pubs. And you've <laughs> got um, just just the way that people communicate nowadays. Like, they've all got these brick phones and stuff like that. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no smartphones. There's no uh, social media or anything like that. Really is really is different time. So it's going to be interesting to see how they've all moved on and how all the characters have, have sort of adapted and what they're getting up to and stuff. Because um, I, I think even even when it finished, you, there's still plenty of room for, for a follow-up, I thought. Um, yeah, I, would, I would agree. Uh, the only thing that really um, makes me wonder about it is just the fact that I don't think either of them have done anything funny since. <laughs> no, but James Corden thinks he does no. something funny every yeah. time he's in front of a camera. Yeah, I find him pretty insufferable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I, you know what, I actually... This is actually his funniest work. And oh, I think definitely, him, definitely. Him as Smithy is hilarious. Mm, agreed. Um, I just, I just cannot stand the man. No. <laughs> to be honest, no. I think he's, all, he's, all, he's, it's all got to his head a bit. And I, when I see him now, I, I probably turn the TV off more than anything because yeah. I, I find him a bit insufferable. Well, um, I, th- I think it'll be really cool to see if they can get back to, uh, yeah, to what yeah. made them great. 
Yeah. And I wonder if we'll find out what happened on that fishing trip at long last. <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> uh, shall we just move on to this? Mm. You know? Probably it's yeah. just worth mentioning that um, there's only three of us and Alexa in the room tonight. Oh yeah, I forgot to, actually, yeah, I forgot to even say um, I was having such a good time without him that uh, Jack isn't here. I- I'm not bothered. <laughs> no. I think the show will go on pretty well without him, as it always does, <laughs> whenever he's not on. Whenever he's not on. Just, just thought about everyone. Hopefully, hopefully, getting on for X Men because I know he's into them. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. But yeah, he couldn't make it to this one. He's he's off doing some shit with his family. I don't think he saw the film anyway. So uh, mm. no, no, no he didn't, did he? no, didn't see that. He hasn't. I don't think he's seen anything in a while. To be honest, uh, uh, he's uh, being pretty poor. I think very poor. Um, so taking over my position. Yes, yes. <laughs> In fact, I saw that Woody on the on Facebook. What was it? Was it, was it you that put it, or was it? I can't remember which one of you put it. Oh, you can be you can be Joe for a week. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Well, should we get on to this fucking review? Let's. Let's do it. Okay. This week we are talking about Bohemian Rhapsody uh, two. Um, <laughs> here's a clip. Mum, my piano teacher thinks I'm good enough for a scholarship at the Royal Academy of Music. The Royal Academy of Music? <laughs> has a nice ring to it. Royal. Scissors. What do you think? Um, the red one's good. It's only on Saturdays. Things to do on weekends. Can't just drop everything. I'll take you. Where are you off to? Don't know. Haven't decided yet. But whatever it is, you're not invited. Reddish piano teacher thinks he's good enough for a scholarship. Really? You think he's got that kind of talent? Of course he has. But you'd know that if you took the slightest bit of interest in me or this family. Uh, Rocket Man is directed by Dexter Fletcher and it stars Taryn Egerton, Jamie Bell and Richard Madden. The synopsis is a musical fantasy about the fantastical human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. What did you two think of Rocket Man? Well, I mean, we've got to start with Pepster, haven't we? Because, I mean, this is the first time he's actually seen a film we're talking about. That's true, and he saw it well before either of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first. Well, you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story of, of how I went to, to see it. Oh, good. Um, I, it's not an interesting story, but it's a story, <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> okay. um, basically, I, I got back from work all last Thursday, and my brother was here, and he didn't say that he was coming, he just sort of turned up, because it was voting on it, so he came to vote. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, but I didn't realise he was coming, and my parents were out for the evening, and he said, we were talking over tea, and talking about films and things, and he, he said, oh, yeah, the Alan John film's out, should we go see it? Looked at the... Cinema Times, yeah, why not? So we jumped in the car, drove down to the Odeon Cinema and went and saw it. Nice. Um, so yeah, so that it was a bit of a spur-of-the-moment thing. We weren't planning on doing that, but we, we just sort of went and said, yeah, go on, let's have a look. The actual film itself, I get I get where you're coming from, Bohemian Rhapsody 2. <laughs> um, in fact, I saw a trailer for, it's escaped my mind of what film it is, because uh, obviously they do them relating to the film that you're watching. Yesterday was it? I I, I, I think yeah, I, yeah. I saw. Or the, there was yeah. there was a couple actually. I think I know what you mean. Yeah, the, uh, the Beatles one whereby he he everybody thinks he's written all the Beatles songs. Was that yeah. yesterday? Yes. Yeah. So I just I do feel I completely agree. I feel like there's just too many of them, mm. and it's just it's just getting boring. 
Mm-hmm. However, I will caveat, I am a fan of Elton John's music. <laughs> so it wasn't as, for me, insufferable as I potentially will think it may have been for other people. I, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm middle of the road. I, I thought there were, I thought the, some of the acting was shocking. Young Elton? In, yes. Hmm. Um, but even even more, so the old some of the older older characters. I can't remember who it was, but there was one person in particular I kept watching. And I thought you're absolutely shocking actor. Okay, if I remember, I will come back to it. Please do. Um, but I, yeah, I I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It, it definitely wouldn't be in my top sort of five films of the year. Unless I've not seen five <laughs> films by the end of the year, and then it will be in my top five films of the year. And your top um, worst. Yeah, and my top <laughs> worst as well. So yeah, I could have taken it or le- left it, to be honest. Uh, that's my that's my thought. Okay. Uh, Woody, what do you think? Oh, well, um, I'm, I think I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement there. I did, and you, you two don't know this, but I did actually watch Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time. Oh, did you? Or, on Tuesday, oh. uh, in, in preparation of this, really, uh, right. because I, I wanted to see, I wanted to see it for a long time, just not got around to it. So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll stick it on. And and to be honest, I didn't actually really enjoy that film. Mm. Uh, I, I found I did find it quite insufferable at times. Yeah. Not going to lie, yeah. and there was a bit of crossover between the two um, with Rocket <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, I, I, it was interesting to see that Dexter Fletcher, the director of Rocket Man, was a producer on Bohemian Rhapsody. And I know that Bohemian Rhapsody did go through some problems with that. Like, they had direct changes, didn't they? Mm. And various various issues. But I got to say, I did enjoy Rocket Man more than Bohemian Rhapsody. I felt like the first twenty minutes of of Rocket Man, I was thinking this is going to be shocking. I, I was not getting into it at all. I just thought it was going to be another, as Joe sort of alluded to, like a generic musical biopic really mm. um, and you're right it's a very saturated market at the moment just so much of them and they all feel like I feel like they're all just following the same formula yep. as well yeah. so I was thinking after half an hour I was, really wasn't getting into it but then I thought it did actually pick up and I think once we actually got some of the songs and it, it was a bit of a medley I must admit it was a bit of a medley going yeah. through all these different songs mm-hmm. but I, I was enjoying it for, for quite a while after that and I actually thought Taron Edgerton did a great job I thought he had a belting I thought he had a belting voice is it honest. Edgerton or or Egerton or Eger, how, is it Edgerton oh is it Egerton oh I don't know I think it's Egerton I don't know it, no, I don't it's know. Welsh so it's probably Taron Egerton Okay. I don't know, but anyway, Elton. Let's just call him Elton. <laughs> I thought Elton was, was pretty good. And as listeners will know, but I absolutely despise Kingsman, uh, which is pretty much the only, <laughs> the only thing that I've seen him in. And musicals. Um, and musicals, yeah. I'm not really a yeah. fan of them either. <laughs> so, I mean, it really was a, a recipe for disaster. <laughs> but no, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. But don't get me wrong, there were some problems. There really mm-hmm. were. Um, I felt it went on for quite a while, and I felt the problem with these this medley formula of doing the song after song after song is the like you just get a bit bored after a while. And I felt we could have cut it a lot a lot shorter. And when Elton was losing it a bit and he was snorting all his cocaine, and dr- I thought that went on for quite some time. Yeah, and, I agree. And he could he could we we got it we got it, and it, we could have moved on and got him to rehab and all that a lot quicker than we did. But I mean, just initially, I mean, I I, I did. I did like it, but I do think it is a bit of a middle of the roader. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there are some serious issues, which I'm sure we'll get into. But I've, I must admit, it's a lot better than Bohemian Rhapsody for me, and a lot better than, than I was expecting. All right. 
Well, I agree with neither of you. Oh. <laughs> I really did not care for Rocketman. Oh. Uh, now, I <laughs> uh, now I remember uh, not minding Bohemian Rhapsody when uh, uh, oh. when I saw that. And then later, when I when I uh, read, well, when I saw some reviews of it, I definitely understood a lot of the criticisms people had for it. And I remember thinking, "Huh, yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't really pick up on that." And I and I, I imagine it's mostly down to the fact that I really enjoyed Rami Malek's performance as Freddie Mercury. Uh, yeah, and I really like Queen music, and I think herein lies the problem. These these films. Uh, I, I, they're just kind of um, manipulative and not good. Uh, they, they, they just take these iconic stars and their music, and they just use the music to get people to see the films and get people to enjoy them. You know, it doesn't actually make the films themselves good. It's they're literally just piggybacking off the fucking music. And I, and I, it was really frustrating. When watching the trailers, as Joe alluded to before, uh, coming up for this film, because like you say, they show films that are similar to um, the film that they're about to show. But there was about four, I think, I think four films that were just more of these using the music as a way to get people to come and see and give money to these films, with without actually kind of needing to bother about making a good quality film or not. I mean, there was there was another like actual biopic similar to Bi- uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocketman that's coming out. I can't remember who it was for now, though. But Yesterday was another one that came up, which was the Beatles one, which is slightly different in their defense. It's not yeah, a straight it's biopic. Not it's, it, it's, um, but it is still using the same tactic mm-hmm. uh, for it, and, it's, and it looks god-awful. So, I'm not liking this trend, and I found Rocketman to be insufferable, uh, similar to the way Woody felt about Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, right, I wouldn't say that Taron Egger, Edger, whatever the fuck his name is, I wouldn't say that he, you know, put a bad performance in uh, by any stretch. But at the same time, I just feel like I'm just watching... This guy put on a, an impression of Elton John throughout the whole thing, and, I'm, and it's just making me sick to my fucking gullet. But did you not think the same of of Rami Malek, man? I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it retroactively. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm agreeing. Yeah. Uh, at the time, at the time, I was uh, young and reckless and naive. <laughs> but now, two months ago. Now, <laughs> see, now I feel like if I were to watch Bohemian Rhapsody <clears throat> again, I think I would probably like it less. Yeah, uh, and I, think, I, I, think, I think you would because I did actually read your letterbox from Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh dear. I, I was quite I was quite surprised to actually see your review. On I, it. I can't remember um, what I said, but I, yeah, you gave it three stars, and it, and you were saying, well, it's similar to me now, saying you you enjoyed it a lot more than you thought you were gonna. Mm. But I think that is, I agree with you, Richie. I mean, if it's coming down to a, a musical shootout, <clears throat> then I prefer the music of of Queen to, to Elton John. Mm. That's not like necessarily I said, I what I meant, though. Yeah, but I think yeah, but I think if you can sit there and you enjoy the music more, you're going to enjoy the the film more, aren't you? Because mm. the, the music's pushing you on and getting you through it. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I might have had a similar experience had I not been thinking about 
specifically not letting the music trick me into liking the film this time because I still mm. love Elton John's music. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was done. I, I will say this for it though: it, it was done a bit differently. It wasn't just. Mm. It wasn't just the main character. Uh, it wasn't just like Elton John singing with in his performances. Some of it was that, obviously, but it was. It did add more of a musical aspect to it, like mm. like a, a proper musical what... aspect to it than Bohemian Rhapsody did. That's where I was gonna say it wasn't the acting; it was the flipping singing of some of these people. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Uh, the, I, I definitely think. You know, Sorry. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I no. I, th- I think you know some of them were good. I, you know, and they passed. But some of the family, uh, his, oh. you know, his grandma, for example, and or his dad. <laughs> Who's that actor that played his dad? He, he reminds Stephen spe- Stephen McIntosh. That is. Is it? Yeah. He I, was in. He was in Luther. He's been in a lot of things. And that's what I've seen him in. Yeah. I, I know his face. I just I yeah. don't don't know his name. And um, I mean, God, he's singing with. Awful. Yeah, so, I, definitely, yeah. definitely agree with that. And I think that um, I, I think that overall, those those kind of while I appreciate that it is kind of different, I don't think there was anything interesting about the way any of those kind of musical numbers were shot. Really, so, you know, I mean, I, I think not really getting on. It was trying to be a bit. What's oh, the words lost me? It was all being a bit imaginative, wasn't it? And well, um, it was out there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel it that that much to me. It didn't seem that there was not? enough out what, there. What when he, when me, he became really. when he became a when he actually became a firework? <laughs> well, okay, well, that was definitely out there. But I okay, well, maybe I just didn't like that. Yeah, uh, but it, it, that just kind of came across as just stupid to me, really, rather than. Um, I think it was, try- it was evidently trying to play on drugs, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, it just, yeah. Did, you know, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that it, it didn't, it didn't feel as much of a spectacle to me as it felt like it was trying to be. Well, I will give it credit. You just, just mention it then. At least Rocketman tried to uh, not just do every single hit record. Perform to an audience, which is what I felt Bohemian Rhapsody did. I agree, I agree um, with that definitely. Because they, they, they were just—I mean, in, in places where I found it insufferable, like they've gone on all these world tours and they just put some subtitles on, saying, not even being like accurate. We, we said like Midwest USA, nineteen seventy-five or whatever, and then they'd just play like hit after hit after hit to an audience. Is that this is just rubbish? Mm. Like this is just rubbish. You're not telling me anything about sort of like their, them working as musicians like them like the dynamics of a group like it's just it's just watching these guys lip sync to to queen songs true and, re- and retroactively again um yeah you know whenever it did kind of show some of them like working together it was all really cliched and and mm. just just not believable or it, you didn't you know not realistic no no, whereas I think with this, like they, they were trying to go for a different thing of, as Pepster said, yeah, they're angling it on the fact that Elton John's doing all these drugs and it's all messing with his head, and he, 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 he yeah, he was a showman, of course he was, but it was all a bit, it was a bit much at times. It could be a bit much at times, but I quite like the whole thing of him backstage putting on all these ridiculous costumes and like they were getting more and more, more and more absurd, as he, as he said in one of his. Uh, yeah, but they're just steal one of his lines, and I've, I've, I, I've, I was enjoying it. I, I like yeah. that aspect of it. Like he was yeah. just trying to hide. 
and, 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 and problems and stuff. Sort of go, going on to your moving on, sort of sort of expanding on your point, I suppose, Woody, with the respect of they did play it differently. It wasn't a, a okay. It did go through his life, of course, but the idea of him starting off in the in rehab, him looking back on his life, and and I thought that was interesting. I wasn't actually expecting mm. that at the beginning. I thought, all oh, right, okay, well, it did it did try and come from a different angle, and it tried to be different, which you know. So goes on with your point, really. Nah, I can't, I can't, I can't agree with that. I don't think it was, I don't think that was very different at all. And I don't think any of the, any of the like plot points throughout the film were different at all. They, they, they you know, this film in many ways was almost identical to Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I mean, it, it even, it even had, it had the same thing with him, with him getting this uh, lover involved that um, you know turns out to be yeah. in it for himself more than mm-hmm. more than them and it it, just, it all plays out the same fucking way <laughs> i suppose that's life <laughs> to well, an extent, uh, it? Oh, it's the music industry darling yeah you know? not, that doesn't cut it for me <laughs> <laughs> i understand that the, that a lot of the music industry is very cliched and and you know uh, i'm sure a lot of beats will will play similarly i mean you know they're all on fucking drugs aren't they but yeah, I'm willing to let certain things slide, but uh, the, <laughs> just the way all this was done, it just it 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 just felt way too similar, and and it, it just wasn't working for me. It just wasn't working for me, but I didn't like it. Mm. I found it uh, dull, and I found it annoying a lot of the time. Um, and again, I just I just found it. Uh, cringe-inducing and uh, not very realistic, and I found um, you know at the beginning of the film they were they were really really trying to make Elton John's childhood seem more traumatic than it probably was. <sighs> I mean, don't you what think? The, what made me laugh was when they sub- they came up at the end, and this is what I was like, yeah, right, okay. And he'd evidently had arguments with Bernie. I mean, <laughs> we they showed them. You know, I mean, okay, it may not have been an extreme argument, but on the plane when he went, I'm going back home, and he went, all right, yeah, okay, you just go type of thing. I mean, whether you pass them as a full-on argument, I don't know. But there were disagreements, let's put it that way. That is true. Subtitles at the end saying, but Elton and Bernie have never had an argument, have still not had an argument in 50 (laughs) years. That is true. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they have. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that as well, that, that, that... the subtitle, and it did just make you think. Um, well, I'm pretty sure I've seen some of them already. In this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it comes up and says that as though you're supposed to go, as, as though it was like well established in the film that they never have arguments. But it, yeah. it, it didn't feel that established <laughs> at all. That's what I mean about this thing. It, nothing, nothing really feels. I don't know. Nothing feels genuine about this. It all just feels like a fucking cash grab, and I'm just not into it. Mm. Mm. I got to say, I mean, the the guy who played. What was he called? Fuck, Trout, his mate. John Reed. Oh, um, it's, um... Bernie. Oh, bodyguard. Uh, Bernie, Bernie Torpin. Uh, the guy who played Bernie. Yeah, Bill, what, Billy what, Elliot, what what's his name? Billy uh, Elliot. Yes, I thought I recognised him. What is going on with that? His accent? Like, was he American or English? I was, yeah, I was struggling with that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes he said something, it was, it was proper American, and then it sounded like he was from from Leeds or something, and he broke out with this weird accent. I, I was trying to work him out. Like, I, was I was wondering like, if he was supposed to be Scottish at one point. Yeah. <laughs> it was really well, putting I mean, me off. Really putting me off. He was born in London. So Jamie, Jamie Bell, his oh, name he? is. Jamie Bell. Yeah, that's the one. So who was born in London? Jamie Bell or, or Bernie Toppin? But, uh, 
Bernie Taupin was born in London, yeah. So he was just supposed to be doing an English accent. Yeah. Isn't Jamie Bell wow. English? He is English, yeah, because he was Billy Elliot. Yeah, so why was that why was that such an issue? <laughs> <laughs> also, the accent of um Elton's mum, do you recognise her? Uh yeah, that was um Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Off um Jurassic World. Oh right. Um, yeah. And um, she's in Black Mirror as well. Black Mirror, yeah. Black also Arrested um, Development uh, for a little bit. Yep. Uh, what do you think of her accent? I thought it was a bit all over the shop as well. Yeah, a little bit. Very Australian at times, which is quite easy for a Yank to, to do when they try and do an English accent. I struggled with all the family stuff, to be honest. I really hated all those bits. Uh, I thought they were terrible. I, got the, I didn't mind the bits for his dad. I thought they were quite... I thought his dad... Yeah, he couldn't sing, as, as Joe said, but I thought um, the relationship with young with Elton, well, not young Elton, uh, Elton as he was growing up and oh, when really? he was a star, and his dad, I, I quite like that. Really? It was so Yeah, forced. when he came back to his... Well, yeah, but I mean... And um, just over the top, that's what I mean about them, them forcing this, this traumatic childhood there, where there's just, he's like got the, the most abusive parents through just ignoring him. It just felt so. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think. I don't think we. Were, yeah, that's probably. I don't think we we're going for that exactly. It was I way mean, over the top for me. Way over the top. Do you think? I think. Yeah, it would definitely. Been more over the Def- top, to be no way. That was. It was so over the top. He'd just be like. He'd just go up to his mum, and he'd basically just go up to someone and just, and just say, "Oh, oh, I like your your record. Shut the fuck up, Helton. I didn't even want you here. You fucking piece of shit." That was, that was a bit of an exaggeration, but um, I mean, it was more. Emo- it was more emoting than they ever did. But it was just, wasn't it for giving him lashes and feeding him grill? Was it? I mean, no. It but it, it was through it was through just this ridiculous ignoring of him that just felt so. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. Just not uh, disingenuous. It just, it just that felt, was, that it was felt, the point, though, wasn't it? No, no. It felt it didn't feel real as for them. Yeah, it was the point. But it, that's what I mean. It was forced. It didn't feel real. It felt like they're trying to do it too much over the top, basically. It just wasn't done well enough for me. Okay, okay. Because I, I felt a bit. I felt the acting or the writing. I thought the script was rubbish. Uh, yeah, I think it left a lot to be desired, but I think it was a lot better than the Bohemian Rhapsody one. Well, that's as maybe. I'll have to. I really have to go back and not watch it again. Not that I really want to for a while, but you know, you might. You may be completely correct in saying that. I I can't trust my judgment on it at this point. I don't know. Maybe I genuinely did just enjoy that one more than this one for one reason or another, but whatever. Okay. Well, I take it you didn't like the direction on overall then? No, not really. I mean, I don't know if it's the worst direction I've ever seen, but again, it just... Nothing felt interesting to me about it. I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying about all the, the stuff when it's like going through all these costumes and stuff. I get that, definitely. But, um, I mean... For the most part, that's just costumes that he wore. Yeah. So it's you know it's not it's not that great for them to have come up with because he did that. Mm. That's why it's, it's so hard to fucking you know know what to give credit for with this fucking shit. Yeah, and we've stopped him because like the last couple of years because we used to say didn't we we used to love based on true story films and then we just got fed up of them. Mm. Yeah, we just got completely cured of them because the, literally every other film was based on true story and then they changed the wording at the start of it to say based on true events and then you're like yeah. well what's real what's what's well, this made is up the thing isn't it you don't know and now they've, what is they've, real, yeah. yeah and now they've stopped putting that all together so it's like well what's real and what's made like you can't tell now can you mm. no. but 
where the line is. Yeah, but um, I, I, I will say that it, nothing felt real in this apart no. from apart from the baseline of, of what it <laughs> what it probably is, and and same with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, uh, you know, it it just felt like let's just exaggerate everything and make it one of these factory produced films that uh, doesn't really have any soul, in my opinion. No, yeah, yeah, I I see where you're coming from with that. But I mean, where it does differ is but like the the realism side of it and the the fantasy world where he was drifting off and uh, floating and as perhaps I said before, when he was turning into a rocket and all that. That side of it. I did enjoy that we're trying to do something a bit different from just Rami Malek miming Freddie Mercury songs. Wasn't for two that hours. wasn't that only yeah. one song though, really? Yeah, no, but they did they, no, they, they did it for quite a few songs. I thought his first performance in America, he was yeah, yeah, floating. That rock. yeah floating in midair. Yeah, it was, yeah, okay, I guess. Na 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 na. Oh, what fucking Elton John songs am I going to pick for the intro and outro of this of this episode? That's what that's all that matters. Oh, that's, that's a all, difficult choice. All that fucking matters. <laughs> um, one of them will be Rocket Man. I don't know if it was the intro yeah. or or if you've got it yet to come, but uh, I don't know. I still think it is amazing, I still. Though, isn't it? Come on, it is. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the store. I'm, I'm gonna go to the real life because I know this one. This bit is real life. It's, it's a true story. How and it, and it's fate to an extent. You know how he goes into this music record producer and says, "Look, I can play the piano. I can't write music." He doesn't give him the time of day, and he just goes, "Right, take these lyrics. See if you can write music to them." And then 50 years later, they are writing, well, maybe not now, but they wrote however many hit songs, you know, mm-hmm. off the first off the first bat. It's not like he went through two or three or four people. He literally met up with him, and they just hit it off, and, and they went for it. Yeah, well, you know, that's, I, that's how these things a, go. It is, it is. So, you know, I know it's not based on the film, but, it, you know, on that respect, it's pretty amazing sometimes. Yeah, of course it is, of course it is. You know, it's the same with the, the Beatles, isn't it? You know, it's all it's all pretty amazing these these people, but yeah. See, that was another thing that whole all the the manager aspects. You know, it was exactly the same as Bohemian Rhapsody. The, yeah. the, the you know yeah. the guy being like, "Well, you're a fucking shit, mate." I mean, I guess it it differs in the fact that he does become his manager and he does like him, whereas Mike Myers didn't. I don't think he ever signed Queen, did he, or whatever? No, because he he was the guy who lost Queen, wasn't he? That was the yeah the thing with Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah, but it's still yeah, it's just the same formula. But I still think there is there is still great stories out there to be told in film, uh, in terms of real real story things mm. to be taken on by uh, proper visionary directors. Um, yeah, and you know, just not be these fucking piece of shit. I, I this will make a lot of money. And that's the only yeah. reason we're doing this mm. thing. You're quite right. You're quite right. You can get a great film out of out of the music world. Yeah. Have any of you two ever seen Eight Mile? Well, not, not just the music one, but yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I, I, you've talked yeah. about it before. Yeah, I've talked about it before, and it is a great film. And when I rewatched it after many years of sort of liking it, when I was a little nipper, it was still great. And if you read the reviews, it's it is loved by a lot of people. Um, because it's such a well-made film and it is sort of semi-biographical it, of Eminem and it's mm. sort of taking a little aspect of his life and then, I mean, in a way, yeah, it's it's musical but 
with with hip hop and, and very different. I mean, he takes his story, and, and at the end of it, you get a really good narrative. Mm. Um, not doing not doing anything sort of extraordinary with with camera work or anything like that. It's just having a good story, you're telling it well, and with good performances throughout. So mm. it, it can be done, and I think there's so many stories out there. We just need to be told. I just think we need to be told in a different way. That's yeah. What that's what I think. Yeah, definitely. Because there's this cycle now of just churning out these. Because we probably realise how much money we can make off them. It all yeah. comes down to, to them being a cash cow. I think. But it just feels so. Oh. I don't know. I hate it when when they get like one of their biggest songs, and then they have these moments in the films where it feels like they just shat them out so easily. The same thing happened with Bohemian Rhapsody with uh, Another One Bites the Dust when they were just like having an argument or something and um, one of them was playing it yeah. in the background and then they're just like, yeah. oh, what's that? Oh, shit. And then they just like jam it out, basically. Yeah. And with your song in this one, you just like mm. gave him the lyrics and then like two seconds later he had the song. I mean, if, if that is what happened, then it is quite difficult to get that on film, isn't it? In two hours. If, like, if, if that is what if he happened. Was given, if he was essentially just given lyrics by Bernie and then he then created the, the music after it. Well, but No, but how, that's that's fine. How else are you going to get it? Well, it doesn't have to be like literally, here are the lyrics, I'll sit down at the piano and here's the song. Like, you could definitely have a few scenes where, you know, it said Elton John was an executive producer on this. I don't know how good his fucking memory is. Probably This, this is probably <sighs> asking a bit too much, but I mean... Did he not have a, a first draft or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How, I can't say because I don't know what actually happened. If that is what actually happened, then that's fucking amazing. But I just don't think it is. I, I, I mean, I, not, for, not, for, not for every hit, sure. No, we? yeah, definitely. I do, um, I do, I, to, to, to back it up, I do remember reading or hearing someone by he was upstairs. I think that is true. He was upstairs and he heard he heard him start playing the melody on the piano mm-hmm. and he did run down but that's he did, okay he did run down so i think that i think it did happen well that's so not the as, as fast as it as fast as that i don't know yeah but... that's what i mean that's him being upstairs and hearing him ring down i don't have a problem with that that's not the aspect I, i'm i'm objecting to it's the, it's the fact that he had, he had just given him the lyrics mm. and he hadn't even read through all of them i don't know maybe he doesn't need to but the, the point the point i'm making is that some of these a lot of these things feel really rushed and um, I, I would have liked it, to be honest. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But whatever. These things, they, you know, they can edit these things. They do it all the time. I mean, none of these films are completely true to life. And I accept that. But I just would you know, I think it would have been nice to have a few little moments of him, like, trying to figure out what to do. I know these mm. guys are, are, are put on this pedestal of just being amazing. And he, uh, he is a phenomenal pianist, obviously. But, you know, I don't think we have to portray them as gods. Uh, you know, I think we can have a, a, a... And, you know, and it doesn't obviously portray them as gods. It obviously portrays their weak points, um, main, mostly to do with drugs. But I, I don't know. I, I just think... I just didn't like the way that was done. I think it was too quick, and it things like that happen often in these films, and it is a bit of a cliche. But, you know, it's, uh, some of my favourite films are... Uh, 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 true story ones I, I adore, The Social Network and 127 Hours. Um, yeah, I think they're both great, yeah. great films with and great directors. Well, at I mean, yeah, well, that's exactly what I was about to say. You, you got Fincher and Danny Boyle there, and yeah. um, I think they're just in a different league, aren't they? Of, of, of I mean, I, I, 
Dexter Fletcher's a good actor. He's in Lockstock, one of my favourite films. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't see Eddie the Eagle. Obviously, I know he directed that as well. I didn't see that. Um, no, I didn't see that. But there's a lot that I felt was left to be desired, really, when mm. it came to sort of the, the direction. Also, did anyone notice who was a producer on this? Matthew, Matthew Vaughan, who was Kingsman, isn't he? And, uh, oh, yeah. oh, no, I didn't see <laughs> Right, yeah, he, but but he also obviously I hate the Kingsman, but he, Matthew Vaughan did a layer cake, which I I love. Hmm. Um, so and that's where he's got his connection with Dexter Fletcher because I think he was in he was in that as well. But um, yeah, I agree, Richie. I think there's um, there is a way to do it. It's just not being used by by Hollywood. I don't think or the big studios either. Yeah, I mean, even I know you saw this, Joe. Uh, fighting with my family. I know it's not music, but oh, I saw um, I saw that as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Um, well, even that one. I know it's not music, but it's like it, it follows a similar path, doesn't it? The, the fame type thing. Yeah. But even that feels, you know, fresher than this, and and <laughs> a bit more, you know, just a bit a bit something different to it, really. Mm. And and some actual like it just feels like there's actually passion behind it, whereas I don't feel that with mm. with either of these films, uh, Rocket Rock yeah, or, or Bohemian. I agree with that because I think and the thing is with fighting with my family, like Stephen Merchant was genuinely invested in the story, wasn't he? Yeah, and he got the rock on the rock on board, and he genuinely cared about the the whole rise of this of this girl. Yeah, whereas with this, and maybe it's because because you've got to get through so many music songs. It's like, well, what do we use? What don't we use? It's almost like it's the track list for them, isn't it? Like, we're just going over one to ten, and we've got to get these songs in. We've got to get these songs in. Whereas with that, you, you, there is more scope for character de- development as well mm. in, in something like Fine with My Family. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've got anything else to bring up about Rocket Man. I know I didn't give a spoiler warning on this, but what is there to spoil, uh, really? No, nah, not really. Not really. Anyone got anything else they want to bring up? Not really, I don't think. Okay. Um, no, no, I don't think so. And I think it's just a shame, really, that you're always going to compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody, really. Like, yeah. they should be, on paper, like, they should be great films about great, like, like I say, great musicians and these incredible people, but yeah. um, they've, they've sort of fallen into very familiar traps, haven't they? Mm. And I feel like, okay... I understand that maybe there's a there's a bit of an issue there with the fact that a, a lot of a lot of these stories do kind of follow similar beats. But if that's the case, then you know you don't have to make the film. If the, if mm. if this if you're just getting if you're just swapping out the singer and the story is basically the same, you know there's there's no need to just make the film. You can just make something different. <laughs> so yeah, all right, we done. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what did everyone? But just as a side note, did anyone like actually the acting of like certain characters, like Richard Madden from Game of Thrones, who was uh, who was the 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 boyfriend or whatever? The boyfriend. Well, his his lover that. Um, oh, John. Right, okay. John, Reed. John Reed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I thought he his performance was quite good actually. Yeah, he's not a bad um, actor, is he? Yeah, he's I quite absolutely. Like him. I quite like him. He's mm. absolutely vile and really really not likable. Mm. Um. But he was good. I thought Stephen Graham as well. Did everyone spot Stevie G? I did. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. yeah obviously, obviously, he was great, wasn't he? Mm. Always is. Yeah, always is. Why um, do you have to show Elton John's dick though? Oh. 
Like, what, Can I, what was the point like, of that? Go no, go I on, Joe. No, I just wanted to talk about the amazing cameo of Keith Lemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I mean, he's, well, that's, that's what? A, well, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's another. He's, he's just the Mike Myers of this film. I mean, yeah. come yeah, on. I, I, do something different. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like... I mean, I, I could understand it if they had about five or six different cameos like that that people would just pop up for, like, one line. I, I, I get it. I understand it. But when he came up, I was like, right, I'm expecting people now. I was expecting that type of film, if you know what I mean, where mm. you would just get random cameos from different people. Well, like a sketch show. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know what they were... Tra- but he didn't even try... He didn't even try and not be himself. No. Mm. He didn't try an accent or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just Aviz Mary and being Keith Lemon, wasn't it? That, that yeah. was, was just Keith Lemon. Like, <laughs> I, I, that really did blow, I, that blew my mind. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> but then before you can process it, he's, he's gone again? He's gone, yeah. It's like, like it's not even a line. It's like three words he says. Mm. It's like, how much has he got for that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, the stepdad was good. I liked him. I, I think he's a good actor. I've seen him in a few, few different things. Who? Mm. The stepdad? Elton's stepdad. Oh, yeah. He, was, he, didn't really, he, he, he wasn't in much, was he? Yeah, he, he was. He had a bit. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I, I did. Yeah. I did. I thought. Oh, was it John, wasn't it? John was the music, the A&R man or whatever he was. I don't know what his role was, but. Um, mm. I think he had the best performance, really, didn't he? Um, Richard Madden. Yeah. Apart from Elton. Apart from Elton. Yeah, Richard Madden, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Are we doing favourite scene or? Um. Oh dear. Don't think. No. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. yeah sure, I'll, I'll tell you what. My favourite scene is Crocodile Rock because it's a flipping amazing song. But when he's yeah, when he's his first gig in America. I feel like you just proved oh, my point. To be honest, Joe. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my favourite scene. Okay. Woody. Okay. Um. I think I probably would have picked the same, but I did. I know you didn't like it, Richard, but I did like it when twenty-five million dollar man Elton went back in his Rolls Royce to his dad's house, and his he saw his dad had started his new life, and all he wanted was a hug, and he never got one. Um, I, I I I liked that. I thought that was I thought that was well done. Did you um, Did you like the really subtle one of him hugging himself? No, I wasn't as keen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I wasn't really that bothered about, you know, when he's on his fantasy world and the surrealism, yeah. when when he kept seeing a younger version of him, I, I thought that was, a, that was a bit too much, really. Oh, when he when he when he, dra- when he drowned and he, he went to the bottom of the pool and yeah. the, the, the younger version of him was sitting on the piano and stuff. Mm, Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah, but I fe- yeah, exactly. But I felt it went a bit too surreal sometimes with that with that stuff. Okay. But I I did like the bit where little Elton just wanted a hug, and uh, <laughs> he still couldn't get one when he was an adult. So yeah, that's that's my one. Okay, I'm kind of I'm struggling to think of one to be honest. So I will go with the uh, sex scene between Elton John and Richard Madden. <laughs> um, that was, was, right. was very full on. It's very very full yeah. on. Very it? full on. Yeah. You'd think that would be would that, have been the moment to show his the, dick, wouldn't you? I think that was for all the uh, the mummies, wasn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> of, of grandmas, I should say. Oh god, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay, out of ten, everyone. I'd say I'd say just a bit better than average. So I'll mm-hmm. go five and a half. Five and a half. Right. Yeah, I okay. go for about five and a half as well. Okay. Oh, I'm giving it a one out of ten. <laughs> oh my god! That, whole, that noise just cut out. But <laughs> um, a one. A one. Yeah, I I really hated it. Wow. Okay. I'm trying to make a statement here. Also. <laughs> yeah. The statements of the film industry stop making these films. Yeah, probably you. Might, you could argue a better statement would have just been not watching the film, but <laughs> yeah, <whatever>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you speak with your wallet next time and not actually yeah. give them money instead, I know. I know I'm the fucking biggest hypocrite in the fucking world. <laughs> I always go and see these fucking shits, even though I know I'm going to hate them. <laughs> All right, yeah. right then. Moving on. I also went to see Aladdin. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh wow, indeed. Speaking, uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> money spinning films, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I would say that it was probably the best of the Disney remakes that I've seen. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was, okay. it, was be- it was better than Jungle Book. Definitely. I mean, you know, the, this isn't a difficult feat, is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I hated all the others. Um, mm. But yeah, I, to be honest. There were some redeeming aspects to this film, and a lot of them actually revolved around Will Smith as the genie. No. Yeah. Are you, are you, I'm just waiting for his psych. No, no, no. I am being deadly serious. I was surprised oh. because I I was really expecting to hate this fucking thing, but the things that worked about it were the set pieces. They were really well choreographed. The animation was also great. So everyone saw that that first trailer <laughs> of Aladdin and the genie, and it looks abs- like absolute dog shit. But that was obviously before they were ready to bring that kind of CG out, because he looks a lot better in the finished product. Seriously. And he was putting in his damn best to kind of... to, 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 to bring something to this. I mean, he's got fucking big shoes to fill. Uh, and he really tried his best. Um, he was putting a lot of effort into uh, to his performance, and I've got to respect him for that. Wow, okay. I honestly did not expect that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still a lot about about, about the film. The trailer, like, I, I thought hmm. it was a piss take. Yeah, yeah. When well, I saw Will Smith in that trailer. Well, if the animation had been of the same quality as the first trailer... Then yeah, I would, it would have been an absolute shit show. But they really pulled it out of the bag. I think, you know, when when it when it does things like, um, you know, the genie obviously changes into different uh, characters, pop culture references or whatever to make to make jokes and things like that. And it it actually looked good. I was actually really surprised, and um, it, it worked really well. He's never going to be Robin Williams, which is you know, it was just it's stupid to do this really. When when that character was was actually written for Robin Williams, it wasn't just mm. done, and they were like, it wasn't just written, and then they were like, oh well, let's audition Robin Williams for this. It was written for him. the uh, The original uh, pitch for the genie was Robin Williams stand up animated, right? Which I think is a really cool story, anyway. But yeah, it, it, 
he really he did manage to kind of bring something to it. Um, not as good, obviously, but I've I really got to respect his effort. And um, like the best part of the film was probably the um, "You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me." Really? Yeah, which I was really dreading because it's so good in the original. Um, yeah. But, but they, you know, they managed to do some really cool things with the with the CG animation, um, and it, it was good. It was it was enjoyable. However, um, <laughs> everything else in the film was awful. Um, like Aladdin himself was terrible. Jasmine was awful. Uh, the script was the worst. They added in a new song to push their obnoxious feminist propaganda, uh, which was uh, Jasmine, Jasmine's song, which was something along the lines of "I shall not be silenced." Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! All of the CG animals, you know, as we, as I say, time and time again, when they try and bring this this photorealism to. Um, these characters, it just takes away all the character that the cartoons had, uh, the original animation, and it and it just you know, I mean, just it, it, for reference, take the new poster for Pumba in the Lion King. Oh my days! It's that yeah. kind of thing, you know. The the tiger, she has a pet tiger or whatever, and that had some character I am, I remember from the original film. Nothing in this. It was just a, a tiger that was there sometimes and didn't really do anything. Uh, Abu the monkey was absolutely nothing. It was just a regular old monkey, a bit more boring than going to the zoo. Even, uh, I mean, it's just I don't know why they do it. I don't know why they decide let's just take away all the character. You know, the the parrot Iago is quite a big character in the film. Uh, he probably had about five minutes worth of screen time in this. He was just a regular old parrot, didn't speak really apart from just the odd parrot-esque lines. Yeah, just oh, uh, also Jafar. Um, oh yeah, Jafar was the worst. If you could just try and get up a picture now of what Jafar looks like in the new Aladdin film, um, then you probably just see just from that because he's just a, a regular old young, uh, normal-looking Indian dude. Okay, he, he doesn't look, look. He doesn't look evil. He's not got anything intimidating about him, and he does. He just does not make for a good villain whatsoever. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Mm, yeah. In fact, when you go on Google Images and type in Jafar Aladdin 2019, mm-hmm. everything is hot Jafar. God. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, apart from the set pieces, they had a couple of things with Aladdin being a street runner, and those looked pretty cool. Things were, things were pretty well choreographed. They had a good choreographer for the set pieces. And um, the animation was good, and Will Smith was, was doing his best, and that was pretty much it. That was all that was good for this film. The rest was absolute dog shit. So that's pretty much my rant on Aladdin. Wow, okay. Um, I mean, I am actually surprised at the praise that you've given it, I must admit. Yeah, me too. But then the rest of it is what I expected. Yeah, so I I probably gave it a bit more praise than than it actually Mm. deserves. Um, It was just because I I had, you know, everyone has such low expectations for it that it's such a surprise when something is kind of good that you feel like you have to give quite quite a lot of praise for it yeah. but yeah for the majority of the film you probably just sit there bored out you fucking nut so I think they're just ultimately just such pointless exercises that's hmm. well it's just a cash grab again yeah, but, yeah oh, obviously and it, the biggest of them all potentially um, yep yep I shouldn't have gone to see it, it. no you, sh- you really shouldn't have done it I'm actually boycotting all- I, I, I don't think I'll be going to any no um, not even like because it. I just no no, 
Not after them. I've seen them posters. No thanks. Yeah, it's going to be the mm. worst. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. Mm. <sighs> I oh, I mean, we talked about this a lot over years, but I mean, why they they feel the need to to make remake these? I just don't know. Mm. Um, the originals are just amazing, and they they should not be touched. They should be sacrosanct. Definitely. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I think I think it's shocking. I, I really don't want to do any of them. I don't even I don't even think we should review them. To be honest. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely get where you're coming from with that. I just I really want to tear apart Lion King. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I mean, it is, it is nice because you want to yeah. lay into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to get angry about them. But yeah. yeah, you're right. The, these the ones they choose as well. You know, Aladdin, Aladdin and the Lion King are top tier of the classic Disney films. They are of the best yeah. of the best. Mm. But then it's it's for it's for adding things in and the reimagining in for the new audience for the new yeah. era. That's what that's what gets on my nerves mm. personally. And some of it's just it's just not need it's not needed. It's no. not needed. Make something more different and original instead. Mm. Yeah. Please. But we can't do it. We can't do it, can they? We can't do that and make money. So mm. that's what it all boils down to, yet again. Yeah, I'm not sure how many actual original films I've seen in the cinema this year. <sighs> I think the last original story I went to see in the cinema was probably Us. Yeah, Us. Uh, mid mid nineties for me. That was the last. Yeah. One. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So that one's is um, quite very is is yeah. re- recent, isn't it? Yeah, very recent. Um, yeah. So fair enough on that point, but I I, I think it's us for me that well, was the, yeah. that was the well, last last original story. I'm just trying to think like even the best film that the most enjoyable film I've seen is mid nineties, but I know it's not a strictly 2019 release. But then I'm just looking at the highest rating I've been given is Vice, and that's a true story film. Mm. So yeah, it just goes to show, doesn't it? It was just that's all that's around at the moment is these. Yeah. Non-original stories, where it's just like... Uh, yeah. They're just money-makers, though, aren't they? Just money-spinners. Yeah. I mean, before that, I think it was The Favourite, which I saw on the 5th of January, if I'm counting this year. Um, yeah. Apart from that, I think those are the only two original story films I've been to see at the cinema this year. That's not to mm-hmm. say that there haven't been any others, it's just the ones I've seen. Yeah. So, you know, it's partly my fault as well, but these are the ones that get advertised. So. Exactly. You, you can only see you can only see what's on at your local cinema, really, can't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, and if we're served up all this drivel, then we have to consume it. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Hopefully, if I'm moving to a, a new city, I might be able to see some more. Yeah, well, hopefully there'll be a decent uh, independent yeah. cinema. Yeah, hope so. Are you moving pretty cent- central, Richie? Um, fairly so, yeah. yeah. About about ten minute drive away from the centre. Oh, you might be alright then. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's pretty. I don't know. I don't have anything more to say on fucking Aladdin or the other mm. Disney fucking films. What about you, Joe? What are your thoughts on this? I just get a bit bored of them, to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. You've actually seen any you of them? <laughs> what the light? Well, I've not seen Aladdin yet. No. Did I you see the Jungle Book? Saw the Jungle Book. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I. I, think mm-hmm. I just, I think I reviewed it with you guys in that. Yeah, probably. I definitely, I definitely saw it. If if I didn't review it with you, I, I definitely saw it. Mm. Yeah, they just. I don't know. I, obviously, you know what happens, and and they're not like you say. They're not so, and that's why I guess they do it because they want. They know people will enjoy them, so they go. You know, they want people to go. But 
Yeah, pe- people people just like to come and see what they know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They like the yeah. idea of these things being updated to brand new CGI, mm. whatever. Live action, Lion King, with nothing live action about it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, no, I don't, I mean, if we were reviewing it, then yeah, I'll, you know, I'll go and go and watch it, but I won't be going in a hurry, let's put it that way. <laughs> Listeners, if, if listeners, let us know. Purpose. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us know if you want us to uh, subject ourselves to Lion King and review it, listeners. Because um, if they don't, then they happily won't. But if they do, then yeah. duty calls, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. What else has anyone got to talk about? Anything? Mid-90s, I did mention it there very briefly. Yeah, go for it. Um, I did go and see that. Um, it was just on a one-off screening at a Curzon Cinema in Clevedon, which is sort of 20 minutes away from, from Western. Um, so I, yeah, it's different to an Odeon cinema. Um, very old fashioned. Obviously, it's a, it's a chain, but it's, it's not as, as big. Um, and they just had a one-off screening for it. And it, it was a really nice event. It was in partnership with like a, a local skating group, and they had a little documentary that they showed beforehand, and, stuff, and it was just all about this story. Um, <clears throat> obviously, set in the nineties. It was John Hills for. I remember seeing the trailer when it was released. I thought, oh, I really want to see that. Probably not going to get a chance. And it didn't really for a long time. It was just a bit of luck that it ended up being shown near me. And I was a bit, I'm not sceptical. I was just a bit apprehensive to see how Joan Hill would do as a director. Yeah. Um, is, is the humour going to be right? Hmm. Is, is it going to be, is it just going to be decent? And it, it really was amazing. If you if you get a chance, you, you've got to go and see it. It was incredible. It was probably the best film I've seen this year by a long way. By a mm. long way, looking at my letterbox, it was fantastic. It really was. It was just original. It's the exact opposite of what we've just been talking about for the last ten minutes. Yeah. Tiny but tiny budget, and it's just these characters who have amazing chemistry. Some real real good child actors. And I mean, I don't want to sort of ruin it for anyone, but this story of these kids in America. America um, just trying to get out of, of their neighbourhood by by skateboarding, basically. And, there's, you know, some of them get roped into some dodgy characters, some dodgy people, and others are trying to get out there and do better for themselves. A lot of influence of this is England, okay. um, which, which was interesting, something which John Hills talked about in an interview, saying that that was a massive uh, influence on his, on his film. That is interesting. And he, he, yeah, it really is. I honestly wouldn't expect John Hill to be watching Shane yeah. Meadows films yeah. um, and him to be sort of reacting to it on a on an emotional level on a, on a storytelling level but um, he, he did and he, he, there's a lot of similar, similarities with it I mean obviously the content's very different very very different but just, very just very the way they, very very different but just the way they do certain things I don't really want to ruin it for people but you, you can tell that he, he definitely watched it and Right, how do we get a good child actors and how do we, how do we get this story? Because the way he uses music as well is also very similar. And focusing on one kid as he's finding his way with a bunch of older people. And it, it, it was it was brilliant. It really, really was. And quite a satisfying ending and some really good performances all around from unknowns. And then we had Lucas Hedges and Catherine Waterstone. Stone or Stun? I don't know. Oh, really? Because um, we've we've kind of yes. uh, attacked her in the past. We have. We attacked her in um, a Fantastic Beast, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she was well, and rightly so because she was terrible. Mm. Um, she she was great. She was great in this. Yeah. 
and um, Lucas Hedges keeps making very different films every time I see him on on screen, which is which is good. It's what I like to see. Yeah, he's getting some casting some really real good things of, of late. It really goes to show the difference that an actor can can you can see from an actor based on the film and the director. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because he was he oh Catherine Waterston was also in Alien Covenant, which I think is what we mm. <laughs> criticised for as well. Um, yeah, but she was also in. Uh, wasn't she in like Logan Lucky or something? Um, we didn't really care for her in that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Lucas Hedges was was Manchester by the Sea, yeah, wasn't he? Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, that was um, Kenneth Kenneth Lonergan. He's, he's a very well directed film. That was, mm. and he was he was amazing in Lady Bird as well. Um, uh, I didn't see it. Was it Lady Bird? Was it Free Bill? I think it was Free Billboards. He was in. Actually. It was three billboards. I think I thought I'm we didn't mixed up. I thought we didn't like him in three billboards, but he was some, he was good in something else. There was something we didn't like him in. I thought that was three billboards. Ah, oh, right. Okay, that might be it then. Hmm. Maybe I was right. With what I originally said there. Maybe it's yeah. Lady Bird. He was decent in. Yeah, maybe. But he's definitely he was definitely amazing in Manchester by the Sea. Um, yeah, and he, and he was great in mid nineties. He really was great. So I mean, just overall incredible, and I think you should um, try and find it if you can. Well, I think that's that's you know that goes back to what we were saying, doesn't it? You know, it was a one-time showing that you could yeah. you could see it for. I've never heard of it. I'd never heard of it until I saw it on your letterbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, yeah, exactly. So and this is Jonah just, Hill. He's he's not a small name, yeah. is he? No, he's not a small no. guy. <laughs> well, he is. He is now. Yeah, he is sometimes. It changes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, yeah, but it, it was distributed. It was a twenty-four. Um, yeah, but I think the thing is, like, you just got to source some your your films differently now. But I mean, not in terms of like downloading or anything. I'm not condoning that at all. Um, I mean, in terms of finding how to find these things, because I just love A24 films, so I will always try and find a new release if they've got their name to it. Then I will make a note of it and think, right, I'm going to try and see that. It's um, gross that you're almost compelled to download these films that you it is you think you're going to love, and it you is. go out and pay to see the fucking shite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it does come to that, doesn't it? Yeah. For some people who aren't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, I, as well, as well, 84 minutes, so. Oh, nice, go. nice, nice. Yeah, lovely. Oh, I was talking about Primer off air. Um, oh, yeah. As something that I would like uh, Woody to see. Um, and you, Joe, as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I imagine you'll be a bit more critical of it. Um, All right. Uh, 70, like 75 minutes or some shit, that one. Oh right, okay. So oh, I'll definitely check that out. Seventy-seven minutes it is. So sink your teeth right into that. Wow, mm. great. Perfect, perfect length for what it is. Definitely. Okay. Uh, did you have any more to say on on uh, mid nineties, Woody? No, not really. Just, just, just. However, however you want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you see it. Just make sure you see it. Yeah. That's all I can say. All right. Um, I, I, just, just tell you, I would actually now intrigued to see if he's going to direct more stuff and what it's going to turn out like. That's, you know, if he's going to get given a bigger budget or is he going to go back to acting for a bit? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd be intrigued to see what Jonah Hill does now, next. Yeah, so did he write it as well? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, nice. Um, nice. It's all his story and his little idea. Was, I mean, it wasn't like a true... It wasn't, it wasn't a true story, but he was a skater when he was a kid, I think, so he was sort of influenced by his childhood as well. Yeah, bit, well, yeah. Not. There's nothing wrong with that, definitely. No, no. But yeah, I, I, I just... Let's see what he does next now, I think. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really nice, though. Mm. Okay, then. Have you got anything else? Joe, have you got anything you wanted to bring up? Or you Not really. Else, Woody? No. no. Okay. Uh, is that it for you as well, Woody? Yeah, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, good show, guys, I think. 
Yeah, good yeah, effort. Oh, good um, effort. Good job. I think we packed quite a bit into that one and um, yes. made for an interesting discussion. Mm. Other than that, I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher or any other podcast that you found us on. But other than that, unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say. Well, if, if the listeners want us to review these shite Disney films, um, they, need to let us, they need to let us know, don't yeah. they? Yeah, you definitely, Otherwise, you can't just sit, sit at the sidelines here and just wait for it to happen, because, you know, th- this is a this is a community, you know, we've got to get some <laughs> feedback from our beloved fans. Yes. So let us know definitely. what your thoughts are on that. Okay, well, I guess I'll just say then, then it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Mm-hmm.